Hey, Chosen Chosen Fam. Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way. If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's let's get get this party started. Hello, Chosen Girlies, and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Will you be our Valentine? Our Galentine. Our Galentine. Our girly and our girly tons. Girly tons. Chosen girly tons. That's right. I love that. Not girly and tons. What am I trying girly to say? Girly and tons. Bless. <laughs> As you say, take me out to the pasture. I'm done <laughs> for the day. This is actually our second podcast today. We are just being podcast moguls today. Ah. Just getting the content that you want. We're here for you. It's great. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, too. Keeping it moving. Had some good coffee, some good... You had a little chai tea frap moment. Yes, it was delicious. Yes, in your hometown, because um, just a little spoiler alert, your resident theologian, Pastor Isaac Gray, is coming back on the podcast next week. So excited. As we are going to talk about entering into the season of Lent. Right around the corner. And if you don't know what that is, just like me, basically it's Advent for Easter, but with a twist. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that because your girl Sarah is going to be observing Lent for the first time this year. Just consider me your guinea pig. Come along with me. It's not too late. If you're hearing this now, it's not too late to observe it also. Absolutely. And I can attest that I've gained a lot of things out of observing Lent over the years and every year I like to the point where I look forward to it absolutely it's just preparing your heart for Easter in a nutshell that's Mm -hmm. what I've learned today so I'm very excited very excited to share that episode with you guys just in time to celebrate and Mm -hmm. and honor that time leading up to Easter which I cannot even believe that we're saying but right now we're recording in what is about to be our new, not not new studio, but our newly designed, refreshed, yes, uh, redone actually. studio. Mm-hmm. So next week, not next week because we met with Isaac, but the following week for our first annual Chosen Girl Book Club yes. podcast, Get you ready. will see our lovely faces in action just chatting it up in some adorable pink velvet chairs. We are going to start recording this again. And so with that, I'm going to pre-ask that y'all give us grace because half the time your girls are in athleisure, but you know what? We're just here to serve the Lord. We are here to serve the Lord. And he'd want us to be comfortable. It's going to be great. But if you have not gotten (laughs) the book already, it is Nine Things You Simply Must Do by Dr. Henry Cloud. It is wonderful. Um, I am in audiobook girly. And Same. when I say I finished it this week and I raced to go buy it off of Amazon, I was like, there's too much stuff that I didn't get a chance to highlight. I'm about to do the same thing, seriously, so because good. that's the only thing about audiobooks where I'm about to. Do you know if you have a Kindle, if it will also be an audiobook? Do you know that? I have no idea. Well, if if anybody knows, sound off in the comments and let your girl Please. know, because if so, I might be asking for a Kindle for my birthday, because the only thing I don't like, I wish it was like the Bible app, how you can yeah. highlight and bookmark things uh-huh. in the version Bible app. I need Audible to do that, but you can only listen. Re- oh, 
Oh, really? Yeah, you cannot look up the words oh, in Audible. Man. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. I use Libby. If you have a library card, you can get a lot of these books and things for free. Right. Um, but I know that it'll allow you to, like, tag or bookmark. So you're like, ooh, that was something good, and you can go back and tag it. I need it. to look at that because I typically listen while I'm driving, and so mm-hmm. I'm not, like, looking at the app. Yes. I need to do that. Okay. Well, y'all let a girl know because I'm new to the audiobook. I say I'm new. I've been doing it for a year, but I always listen it's in the, the car. It's nice whenever you're in the car and it's just like it gives your brain something else to do or think about and it doesn't always have to be something like intaking knowledge but it's just nice to not be trapped by your own thoughts i say trapped you're not really trapped but it feels that way sometimes sometimes you're like you got to break this break the loop yes speaking of thoughts let's talk about valentine's day i'm okay i have so many thoughts on valentine's i'm excited to to talk about valentine's day because i feel like it's it's celebrated if you are in some, if you're in a relationship, and I'm very thankful that we're getting to the space culturally where it doesn't just have to be if you're in a relationship with a significant other. Amen. It is being cel- it is just celebrating love, whether that be like with your best gal pals or guys having guys night or you're with, you know, whether it be your significant other or your best friends or like your dog, your dog, whoever. Whoever, with your people, just, you know, with those that you love and care about. And I'm really thankful that we're making that shift. But I still feel like sometimes there's some negative feelings around if you are the single person on Valentine's Day. So if you're a single Pringle, I'm a single Pringle. But if you're a single Pringle, do not feel bad. Grab your best friends. Do some treat yourself. Reach out to somebody yes. that you know and love that may be alone. I on hope Valentine's you're dressed Day. adorable today. Like live yes. it up. Eat a good lunch. Go get a coffee. Put on them cute earrings. Uh-huh. Like do something for you, girl. Yes. But I'm really excited. And so getting into this episode made me go back and look like what even is Valentine's Day? Tell us. So I looked at a few different articles and if you are um even like remotely familiar with like the catholic faith like they have a saint valentine and they apparently according to history they think it might be like one of three people or it could kind of be all mushed into one three Mm -hmm. different people but the most popular um, one was a man that was marrying couples at a time when the emperor of rome said no young men need to be soldiers so none of y'all get married and he was going off and marrying them in secret and he was killed for it he was martyred that is so sad. Which is so sad. But, um, so that that was one of the stories. There was that another. That makes me want to celebrate him today. Like, right. thank you for doing that. I mean, like, I thought I thought that was so sweet. But, it, I mean, I, also, I can't imagine to the point where, like, these couples want to get married. They want to, de- like, do it right before, before God and everyone else. For sure. And the emperor's like, no, you better go get on the front lines of, you know, be in this army. Literally. And not the Lord's army. But, mm-hmm. um Anyway, so that that was one of them. Um, Another one was um, a man who had converted this judge, and um, essentially he wrote a letter to the girl that he uh, converted the judge, I say very lightly. So what had happened was his daughter was sick. She prayed. Um, They said that she gained her sight after he prayed for God to heal her and give her her sight, and it converted this judge who was against Christianity, but it was kind of like a last last hope. Apparently, it said that they stayed very good friends and close, and he, the one of the last letters that he wrote to this girl that he helped heal from the blind, or from being blind, the Lord did it through him, but uh, said, you know, from your Valentine. So. Stop. They said that, potentially, a lot of this was over a thousand years ago, y'all, so who knows? We'll, We'll find out one day. For sure. It could be all right and it could be all wrong. But either way, the fact that um, St. Valentine or the, this, either one of the three, um, they just, they all died of mar- being, they're all martyred. 
for doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, I mean, can you imagine? No. No. First of all. Period. I mean, we, we, we want to say that things can be really hard, but I think about even in other countries, like these are very real situations that are still going on today. People who have been, who've lost their lives because they would not denounce Christ yeah, and they wouldn't fall, follow the, you know, so what the rules of some man out there. And so mm. anyways, I thought that was a, a true display of love and not just for other people, but truly for God. Yeah. And um, who better to love? He's got the most perfect love. But that's just a little bit of the history on Valentine's Day. Thanks, sis. Yeah. One last cool thing. Tell me. So they said lovebirds. We've read a lot from the History Channel and all the things here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. because typically birds would start mating in the spring around Valentine's time, Stop. February-esque at this point in time in history. So they were like, lovebirds. But I will tell you, because I come from a family that raised homing pigeons for many years. Of course you did. You know. Don't know. It's all, it's all crazy around here. But... <laughs> Pigeons also mate for life along with lots of other birds. Eagles. See? I think penguins Penguins. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of them do. And it's very sweet. Yeah. They, they pick their mate and that's it. Did you ever watch that movie Happy Feet? Yes. Where, how they did like the pop culture songs. It's like so They're cute. like, let's talk about eggs, baby. <laughs> let's talk about you and me. Bless. It's I so thought cute. Me not knowing the real song as a child. <laughs> like going around, let's talk about eggs. Like And like people are like, well, what's that poor preacher's kid? Or, Lord. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> Bless. No, but like I love to think of Valentine's, I, which I used to be just like such a sour patch kid about valentine's day because i was jealous because at school everybody would get flowers and Mm -hmm. candy grams and things except for me so probably around like high school sophomore year i started just sending candy grams to like my girlfriends and like stuff like that my grandma always sent me and my cousins like really funny valentine's to school or like you know asking or saying mom i'll take some chocolate covered strawberries sent to school like you know like just kind of taking uh i guess you what you could call a somewhat feminist approach to valentine's day like i will make myself happy this day yes and i will make my friends happy this day i love that and you kind of use it as an outreach so if you follow us on instagram a couple weeks ago um Well, I guess it was about a week ago now, um, trying to think of when we're recording this, but we did post that today we do have a challenge for you that if you know someone who has been widowed in your life, um, to reach out to them today and Mm -hmm. send them flowers or take them some candy, go by for a visit, write them a nice card, Mm -hmm. um, because I imagine that any day like today would be hard for them not having uh, their significant other, Mm -hmm. um, not, not by choice, but by just life circumstance. So, so that's our challenge today. And, and that's kind of what we're talking about is instead of giving a relationship talk, which if you want a relationship talk, we got tons of them. (laughs) You just go on the chosen girl site, the chosen girl.com. You go up to the search bar and you can type in relationships. You're going to get at least, what would you say? Five episodes. I think we have maybe more. Yeah, we did like a whole little season that had yeah. several. And We've interviewed couples, our moms, mm-hmm. um, Hunter and I. Yeah. Me and you have talked about it just single individually. People, single people. The, yeah. Yeah, so we've got it all. Mm -hmm. So just search that on our site. There is content there for you. It does include, it does feature past Sarah and and, uh, Liz. So we're not today Sarah and Liz, but I think that we're an okay version of ourselves. I think we're better than okay. 
Sartreus. We are all ever evolving. Thank you're so God. Right. I thought you were going to say evergreen. I was like, yes, girl, we are evergreen. evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but today we're really talking about not your typical relationship talk. We're kind of talking about your relationship with yourself. Yes. Your relationship with the Lord. And we're not here to be like, Jesus is your Valentine, guys. You should be satisfied no matter what. Yes, there is so much truth to that. Mm -hmm. However, how do we navigate through that? Because really the principles that we're talking about today will apply if you are single, if you're wanting to be dating, if you don't want to date at all, if you're currently dating, if you're engaged, if you're married. Because the point is if you are not constantly evaluating yourself, self-reflecting, and putting your best foot forward, not in a striving way, but in a way that is cultivating and maintaining that relationship with the Lord and stirring up the Spirit of God within you, Mm -hmm. then any relationship that you have, period, friends, relate like romantic relationships, work relationships, there's going to be flaws that occur because you're not working to being the best version of yourself right. if that makes sense oh yeah so that's how i feel about it it's it takes a lot of responsibility yeah to, and a lot of vulnerability to recognize that to admit that we're ever evolving you can you can say that but like to actually what are you going to do about it yes. like are you willing to actually evolve and change and sometimes it's tough conversations and sometimes it's just tough realities with yourself sometimes it's just you and you and the lord and the lord reveals something about your heart and you're like oh if I know better, I got to do better. So now we got to work on it, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. And I'm I'm thankful that that we are unfinished. That God is always working, working Amen. on us, working through us. And um, what just what a loving God He is, and really sets us up to. Um, we 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 are shown the things that we can show other people. Yeah, they're so just like grace, grace on grace on grace. That's what it forever. exactly what it is. And um. And and loving just lo- love each other too. I yeah, mean, that's one of our greatest commandments. But like, also don't forget, don't forget about yourself. Well, that's what the commandment says. It says, love one another as, as you, yourself. Yeah, as mm-hmm. yourself. But sometimes we're better loving other people better than we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. You said it, not me, girl. I'm not saying be selfish, y'all. But I'm just saying is that I've and don't get me wrong. I've had to say this to myself. What I say that to what I say that to Sarah. The things that I say to myself. Mm. What I say that to her. Immediately, no. No. So I don't need to be saying it to myself either. Well, we were talking about before this about something that I feel like really can be the root of discontentment Mm. in our lives, but also in relationships. And that's the idea of things. So like y'all may be looking at me today saying like, you're married. How can you speak on contentment on Valentine's Day? And I'm like, well, let me tell you. If you have this idea, which is really just another word for expectation Mm -hmm. of what something is supposed to be like, and it's not that way, one, you're putting pressure, uh, maybe unspoken pressure, unspoken expectations on someone else that did not sign up for that. But that is so much easier to, it's so much easier to say, if only X, then I would feel Y. It doesn't happen like but that. But I think that we need to like completely rearrange that narrative. Mm-hmm. And this applies across life. Yeah. Rearrange that narrative and say, because I'm working toward X, 
I might see the fruit of why in my mm-hmm. life, but I might not. Yeah. And can I be okay with that because I'm cultivating myself? Mm-hmm. I'm cultivating the love of God in myself, the peace of God in myself. I'm, you know, like I love the verse and I'm trying to think of the way that it says, um, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And so like, if you find yourself feeling empty today, whether no, like whether you are wanting to be dating or whether you're in a marriage and you're not pleased with that marriage or your dating relationship, or you're confused about what do I even want with my life? I would encourage you to first seek God. Yeah. Because if your heart, like, it, it, it's almost like praying, like, if you're seeking everything else, it's almost like you're praying for all of the uncontrollable things around you instead of praying for what's within you. When if you would have just prayed and worked on your own heart, then everything around you starts to look different. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like when on a rainy day, praying for the rain to stop or have, like, wishing that you had your own umbrella. Right, exactly. You know? Or and going we, inside. Yes, like. <laughs> like you can't you can't always change the conditions of what's happening mm-hmm. around you. And and that's the thing too, it's like the Lord does know the desires of our heart. But our goal is not for and though I feel like oftentimes well, I wouldn't say we're conditioned for this, but we're like, God, please answer my request. You know, like I know. But it's it's more of a God, if this is your will, let it be done. And if it's not, like help my heart. That's so true. And like, next week you'll hear us talk about this with Isaac a little bit. And it's really just like the culture of our faith today. Yeah. And this could be a really American thing or this could be a really 2023 thing mm-hmm. of like your intention in your faith. Like, am I just pursuing God to get the di- desires of my heart? Yeah. Or am I pursuing God for the sake of pursuing God because mm-hmm. he is good and I trust him and I'm in need of a savior and then my heart will get right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I do. And let me be real with you guys about this. Like I think about Paul. Was it Paul that wrote about the thorn in his flesh or Peter? I think it was Paul. I get the P's mixed up. <laughs> well, any, our <laughs> Mr. P in the New Testament, in the New T, <laughs> um, talking about, like, I've been given the, this thorn in my flesh, but regardless, yeah. I'm still moving forward in what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, could I move forward in doing the will of God, in pursuing the will of God for my life, even though some things in my life will be painful? Yeah. Or not to my liking. Well, it depends on, I say, it depends on what what your motive is. That's what, yes. And that's really what we're kind of talking about next week, like getting down to. Yes. Like you have to be, you have to get to that point where you realize what your motive actually is. Mm -hmm. And being, again, being honest and vulnerable with yourself and like, am I doing this for, am I doing this for myself? Am I doing this to check something off? Or am I truly doing this because this is what God has called of me? Well, it's like, okay, I wrote this down. Like, what is your pinnacle in your life? Like, to Mm -hmm. you right now, like, what will be your peak? Is it when X or when Y? Like, if if you're dating, is it when you get proposed to? Or if you're Mm -hmm. married, is it when you start to have children or, or, or whatever? And I'm like, I'm really sick of this idea of a pinnacle. Yeah. Where can I just be? Yes. And be okay. And not be chasing after something, um, ex- unless that is 
the will of God, as cheesy as that sounds, because I feel like me and you have lived life long enough in our wise 20, 28 years. years. I mean, we're just absolute saints by this time. Right. (laughs) But like, there's always going to be another one. They're always, always. <laughs> like it's, it's annoying. I'm annoyed at this point. I mean, like our satisfaction. And I'm also annoyed at being disappointed by what I thought the pinnacle was going to be. Mm. And it's not that. Let me, let me tell you something. So I had a friend once time and they're like, you know, you're just, they were just making a comment. They're like, you're just always so nice. You've never been hurt by the world. <gasps> Shut up. I'm mad upon your behalf. No, no, I was not mad at all. Okay. I am. But That's I thought cool. to myself, you know, or you've never been disappointed by the world. And if you never expect the world to surprise you or to impress you, mm. if you're not looking for fulfillment there, the world's not going to hurt you. Yeah. And I think that's your frame of reference and your expectations that you even put on this world. Mm-hmm. That is temporary. Don't forget. Like yes. we, we, we have an, a, an eternal home somewhere else. Right. So I put my stock up there. Like I know that. I put my stock in the Lord and not what the world can give me. Amen. And it changes your perception and it changes your perspective of the things that are happening, regardless if they are according to your plan or not. And yes, I love that. I love the verse that, you know, says like we count, we count it all joy, even the trials, even the good things, the things that were unexpected, we count them all joy and prayer that the Lord is using those things for his good. Amen. And I'm like, I come back to, you know, the Lord works all things to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose for the good. Yeah. The Lord did not say for our good. And that's, I think that comes back to. For the good. For the good. Uh-huh. Not for like, because things that happen in our lives aren't always good for us. I mean, they don't yeah, feel good. Absolutely. Like life is life. But what a joy knowing that this life, this world isn't, isn't forever. You know what I'm saying? That it is temporary, yeah. but God cares enough to use us. And he still does also bless us. He does. And Absolutely. That I'm okay with things being for the good and not just for my good. Yes. Amen. I'm like, we, we, but you have to get to that point. And that's because I love the Lord and I, and I trust him. Trust him fully. Well, g- going back to that point, thinking about zooming out yeah. and everything not being about you. Like when you sign up for this chosen life, yeah, it's not about us like Mm -hmm. i'm all about some main character energy but i do have to humble myself and be like no girl like (laughs) you're not the main character like Like, it's okay you haven't been humbled Uh the lord the lord will will gladly take you through it (laughs) well and it's amazing that that verse says humble yourself in the side lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart you think Mm -hmm. oh my goodness if i like tap into this main character energy like everything's gonna work out for me like no it says humble yourself in the side of the lord I feel like no one is humbled more than main characters, though. Ain't that the truth? It's it's the honest truth. The protagonist, honey. I'm telling you, like, I, I know some main character girlies, and I love them. But bless their hearts, I feel like like the, the craziest things always happen to yeah. them. They're constantly humble. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was, I was at church uh, this Wednesday night, and a good friend of mine, we, we teach ninth grade girls on Wednesday night at, at our church's youth service. And, um, a speaker, the speaker, a good friend of mine, he was talking about relationships and they're doing a series. Mm. And of course he's talking to middle school and high schoolers. And so this is like super timely for them, um, like entering in or being amidst the dating world. Mm. And he was talking about how he was, 
uh, interviewing a couple who had been married for like 25 or 30 years or something like that, which is like more than our life, you know? And he was like, what, what's the secret? And he said, I was expecting like a list of 10 things and like it for, for it to be like, okay, we always communicate this. They gave him a list of two things Mm -hmm. and it was make a habit of praying together. Like, do not neglect praying together. Yeah. And two, serve others constantly. Wow. That's it. And I'm like, they have zoomed out. Like, that couple has zoomed out Mm -hmm. and said, this is not about us. Yes. Like, we exist as a couple for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's why they've been married for 30 years. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm sure they, I don't know these people. I'm sure they've had their bouts of trouble and... Hardship, yes, absolutely. But I'm like, I find it amazing that I thought the same thing, that it was going to be like a checklist of 10 things, like make sure you always do this with your spouse and and don't forget date night. And, and, you know, and and things that are great that are probably worthy to be on a list somewhere, but boiling it down to two things, and those two things are not niche to relationship advice. Yeah. It was person advice it was christian advice like Mm -hmm. this is what you should be doing as a believer and because they're pursuing god because they're pursuing service their pursuit of each other is also successful wow that blows my mind but we at the same time i'm like we shouldn't be surprised no i mean nothing i I think about how do you bring even a large group of people together you motivate them towards a common cause yes and when your common cause, and again, not just in your romantic relationships, but in all your relationships, when your common cause is the Lord and his will. Amen. Like, tr- good things will happen. Yes. Good things will happen. And it's for, it's for God. It's for the good. Well, and I think that if, if the church can shift, which, I mean, it's amazing how much progress has been made in the past, we'll say 70 years, if we yeah. want to zoom or rewind back to like 1950 yeah. of the role of a male and a female, not only in society, but in a home. Yeah. So it really encourages me how much progress has been made that a woman can be successful and be considered successful without a man. Yeah. <laughs> like your success and your reputation is not dependent on someone else that is a different gender than you. So thank God mm-hmm. for that. We still got, a, with that being said, we still got a long way to go. Oh yeah. Especially here in the Southeast, it is very cultural, very traditional mm-hmm. of young marriages. I say, I've said this on the podcast before. I'll say it again. I hate that I contributed to that. <laughs> <laughs> I love my husband and I do not regret any part of our story, but just out of spite of culture, I'm <laughs> like dang it got engaged at 19 like oh my gosh oh my gosh i can't believe you're so lo- so young i know like just children that's terrifying really so funny. and no no judgment to anybody who's young and engaged right now but i do feel that there is this tendency that still wants to err toward the the culture of you are not complete without a spouse. And that's simply not true. And that, yeah, that's just not the truth. The Lord is not finished with you just because you become tied with someone else. Well, amen. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down this, a good thing, like marriage is a good thing. It's yes. A good thing at the wrong time. Ooh. It's not a good thing. It's not a good a thing. A good thing with the wrong person. Mm-mm. It's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is not in the Bible, but that's just what I'm saying. It. You're not wrong. 
and and a verse that does back up timing. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I love to talk about as it pertains to like bettering ourselves and working toward the kingdom is in Galatians six mm-hmm. with the concept that is so biblical, so true of reaping and sowing. Yeah. You hear a lot about it in society today. Karma. Karma yeah. is my boyfriend. Our girl TS loves to talk about uh, <laughs> karma. So, um, and, and the thing is the concept is not wrong. Yeah. Like whatever you want, however you want to name it. Mm-hmm. Galatians six says, um, So don't be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, we love a nature reference. Mm -hmm. What a person plants, he will harvest. So whatever you're putting in, you will eventually get something out. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weeds. All Mm -hmm. he will have to show for it is a life of weeds. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirits Spirit, do the growth work in him, harvest a crop of real life, eternal life. So let's, this is it right here. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued in doing good. So like, no matter what season of relationship you're in, like, do not get fatigued. Like, you still need to do good. At the right time, at the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we do not give up or quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. Except for the benefit of all. Boom, period. It didn't, it didn't say for your own benefit, mm-hmm. you need to reap and sow. Yep. It's about the kingdom, folks. We, we have to be kingdom-minded. And I, I'll say this. I personally think it's okay to want a significant other. Oh, why would that Our not be okay? Our hearts long for relationship. And and if you are one of those people that doesn't, that's okay too. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with you. Absol- absolutely. But yeah, but there's nothing wrong. Like, don't feel like mm-hmm. you're not as good of a Christian or that you must not love God enough because you do want these things. Mm-hmm. I want things in my life too. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But will you feel like you are less than, incomplete, discontent? Um, I'm trying to think of, of other things that may equivalent to mm-hmm. your worth. Yeah. B- because you don't have X, Y, or Z. I think that's where it gets. That's where it starts to get complicated. With, yeah. With, and it's not just, and that concept right there isn't just with relationships, but also with like, professional i mean it could be like if i don't finances make, yes finances yeah. with with your with your job with like this that or the other your hobbies whatever yeah it's you know where do you find your contentment but um and that kind of brings me to one of the one of the i guess a passage that came to my mind um and in, in the esv it's just it's listed as like god's everlasting love mm. and it's where are is god's love enough for us yeah. It's a sobering thought to really think about. Because, I mean, I've definitely had times in my life where I realize I'm like, wow, I did not view God as being enough. Mm-hmm. Not once has he ever left me or, like, or given me any reason to doubt him. And yet here I was, I was like, mm, it ain't enough. And I'm not there, like, it's, perfectly. Like, I just no need everybody. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. And it, 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 takes, it takes time to get, to get there. And don't forget that you're building a relationship with God. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um but it's it again it always brings me back to um just remembering how faithful God is and that aligning 
my will with what his will is. Amen. It'll never, never return void. It'll never do me wrong. I'm not saying it'll always be perfect and easy in the way what I want, but getting to the place where you are okay with it being for the good and not always just for your good. But the, the passage is um, for Romans eight, which is one of my favorite chapters. Um, it says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? We know that verse. We've heard it so many times. Um, but he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? He's saying God has given us his son. And mm-hmm. if he's given us the the top prize, why wouldn't he give us the rest? Yeah. And it, I love that verse because it's a reminder that we serve a God that cares for us so deeply. That's so true. So deeply. So it puts into perspective, why am I so worried about all these other random things? Right. Why do I think God won't, won't protect, won't provide, won't do this, that, or the other? And that I need, I need to get, get my heart right. Right. I'm like, to the God that gave me everything, I can give him everything. For sure. Because it's worth it, and he's deserving, because he's God. But um, going on down, I'm going to skip down to verse 35, um, chapter 8. It says, um, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, shall distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword? Um, and the thing is, is that none of those things, there's not a single thing in this world that could ever separate us from God. Amen. And so just, again, talking about all this just made me think, come back and be like, I got to get my heart right. I got to get my posture right. Yes. Then I'm like, it's not, I can, we can be so distracted by all these other things. But at the end of the day, we have a God that loves us so deeply. And the only thing that I have to offer God is the praise of my lips. Amen. And so show, show it with your action, show it with your heart, building that relationship with God. Well, and I'm going to say this, and I don't want it to come across as, like, haughty or, like, I've got it all figured out. Because I absolutely <laughs> do not. We're working on You it. can ask Liz. I ask her for neither, advice all the time. <laughs> neither one of us have it together, y'all. We, we have, I would say we have it together, but we're not perfect. We're a work in progress, and we know right. it, and we, we embrace it. Well, I never want to be that type of person that's like, well, let me tell you how God blessed me because I did this right. Like, mm. no. Okay, so y'all know on the last episode, I gave huge news that we are you know in the adoption process have Mm -hmm. been and um when hunter and i decided that we were going to be working towards having children in our home through adoption we um had some really real conversations that i feel like if you don't know what i'm talking about right now could come across as like oh my gosh, Sarah, how could you say this? Are you not a caring woman? Like, no, like, hear my heart in this. I did not want to be a mom out of desperation, which Mm -hmm. is, there's nothing wrong with that, due to lack in my marriage, Mm -hmm. in my personal life, in my relationship with God. Like, Mm -hmm. I did not want to put the pressure on a child to have to feel something within me. Wow. And I'm not talking about the desire for a next season. I'm not saying, like, if you're excited to be a mom at any point in your life, you're wrong. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I don't want this child to become an idol to me. Yeah. In that I'm making that child something that I'm codependent on so Mm -hmm. that I can be okay with myself. So if you're following along, if you are wanting a child, I'm not saying that's wrong. 
I obviously wanted a child. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I just didn't want it to be toxic for the sake of that child. Yeah. In order to fix me. So Hunter and I made the decision to spend a lot of time, like, working on ourselves in a lot of different ways. Yeah. One of those being, like, having fun. Yeah. Cultivating community. Making sure we were at home in our community church. Making sure that we were serving. Going on lots of dates. Like, we wanted to make sure, like... We are prepared for this. Yeah. And let me tell you, like now being in the middle of it, especially with a lot of legal unknowns and learning how to parent, I am so thankful that we did that Mm -hmm. because learning how to navigate parenthood while also like filling out lots of paperwork and learning how to navigate um, routine and just even understanding a child and wanting to meet their needs, but also not wanting to spoil them. Like, you know, like this delicate song and dance. Like I can't imagine if I was like incredibly emotionally unstable at the same time. And so translating that part of my testimony right now into wherever you are, I hope that you can kind of try to, make an inventory of where you are and what, who you want to be and where you, Mm -hmm. what you need to do to get there. Like not in a self-help, like Tony Robbins way, but like in a realistic way of like, Hey, I lack emotional support. I need to find a community. I'm going to join a small group at my church. I'm going to call 10 of my closest girlfriends in this community who I know are believers or not closest girlfriends, acquaintances yeah who i know are believers in this community and Uh i'm going to invite them all to my house for pizza and rom-coms in hopes that three will come yeah and i can have community for a few nights with Mm -hmm. those three girls like do what it takes so that when the time comes you are not juggling like 10 balls yeah that are all on fire like (laughs) (laughs) that's true like seriously i you know you said something really powerful about knowing that there are gaps and where those gaps and holes and vacancies are yeah. and making sure that you're not trying to fill, put, put a, a, a triangle block and a square hole, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because it matters there. I mean, we all, we are all, I believe we're all born with a God sized hole in our heart for sure. And trying to fill it with anything else is, un, it, you're just not satisfied. Amen. And so having, Angelica again, the scholar. Vol- yes, yes. You know, having mm-hmm. the, having the heart to, to recognize um, and being just being brave with to yourself mm-hmm. to recognize like, you know what, this is a real need and taking action on it. Amen. Is, is really powerful. And if, if that's where you're at, definitely read the book and you, you will want to be here for the, for the last episode of the month where we go over our book club because Absolutely. it even, it, di- it dives into that and has a lot of wisdom to, to add, but that's, and I think that's also a, a, it could be a slippery slope sometimes. Absolutely. If we're not honest with ourselves, um, well, you don't want to put that pressure to perform on someone else no. when it's a you issue. No. When it's a you and God thing and not a you and this person or this friend mm-hmm. or this job or this child. Like, no. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. If you know you need to work on you, start now. Yeah. Like, it's all good. It's all like, good. it's all grace. Like, just give yourself some grace in that mm-hmm. and recognize that and move forward with that awareness. Mm-hmm. Again, Doing that work, baby, it's for the good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard, good. hard work. It is and it's worth it. It's hard. Yeah. Reaping and sowing, y'all. Sow the seed and you will see a garden. I'm telling you, every time. And you know what? I, let me take that back. It's not every time. 
sometimes you are here to plant seeds and you will never you see the never fruit. You might never see them, yeah. And that is okay. That's trusting God right there. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you, sometimes it sucks. And yes. that's okay. Yes. Sometimes it does suck. But again, we're so thankful that we serve a God that loves and cares for us so much. Amen. But yeah, sometimes it sometimes it sucks. But happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, <that sounds> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we seriously hope that you guys have an awesome day. And I hope that this resonated with you guys just in taking an inventory. And I feel like I post about that a lot. Like, but, but it's important. It's a good practice. Do a heart, do a heart check. How are you doing? Yes. How are you doing? Yeah. It's a, and you know what? Maybe it's okay if you're not okay. Yes. And even better, have an accountability partner mm-hmm. that you can be just brutally honest and they can be honest with you about mm-hmm. that too. But today, we're going to encourage you. Single, married, dating, D, none of the above. E, it's complicated. Go out, find someone, whether it be a widow or a friend or someone that you mm-hmm. know needs encouragement. Go to Kroger, buy them a $7 bouquet of roses or uh, daisies or make them a card, mm-hmm. bake them some cookies. Whatever. Just go visit them. Send yes. them a text. I, send them something a voice message, whatever. And encourage them because mm. it's not about all about me. Yes. Amen. I know that y'all think it's all about me, but it's really not. I just need to tell y'all that. So This is Sarah's world we're living in. Exactly. I'm so glad that you could say that. <laughs> we love y'all so Clearly. much. Oh, it's so true. We do love you guys. I'm so glad that y'all are our galantines. And we will be back here next week because we're about to get into some Lent. I cannot Let's wait. talk about Lent, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Bless. God forgive us for that. We'll see y'all next Tuesday with Pastor Isaac Gray and happy Valentine's Day. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.